Right, so this is episode number two of the Caffeinated Corner. Um, I am sticking to doing one a week. This is the second one within, I think, a week now. Uh, I'm sitting here drinking a coffee, but my guest, Dylan, who was actually interviewing me last time, does not have a coffee. He's protecting his sleep cycle. Do you want to say what's up, Dylan? <laughs> I am, in fact, protecting my sleep cycle. Yeah, good man. Good old water. But um, obviously, if you listen to the first one, Dylan interviewed me. I think he's pretty kind with the questions. Um I'm going to try and, after some feedback I got, put a, a bit of a different spin on it, ask him a few more prying questions, maybe some that are quite funny. So that leads me into the start. <laughs> I want to just fire some, there's two I've written down. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just want to fire them at you and see what your initial response is, and then we can get into the deeper stuff. Okay. 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 So just straight away, pull your phone up. Oh, it's, it's over there. I have to go get it. Go get your oh, phone. No. Right. I'll stay on the dead time, right? <laughs> Basically, what I'm going to ask Dylan to do is go on to Google and uh, tell me what the last thing you searched was. Oh, no. So go on to your history. I want to see this as well. All right. So Safari, right? Mm-hmm. It better be uh, something funny, otherwise it's dead. Well, currently on my page up right now is lyrics to a song called Coziest. <laughs> Because <laughs> I wanted to make sure I knew what the lyrics were. Yeah, go to search history. So go to how to do that? Do I go to Google? As if you don't know, bro. You've I don't know. Not my phone. All the time. Not my phone. Bro, you're deleting this all the time. <laughs> history. Oh, shock! Strength portal. <laughs> Going well. ASAP Mob, coziest lyrics. Okay, there fair. we go. So that was it. That was it, right? Okay, so can you sing that song to us? No, no, no I'm way. Playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> okay, that's good. It's nothing too bad. Okay, that's good. Keeping that's it PG. Keeping PG. So the second one I I wrote down was I want to talk a bit about dating. Oh no. Okay. Okay. So what was your worst dating experience? My worst dating experience. It's funny because, like, I think a lot of people think I actually go on dates. I don't go on dates. I don't go on dates. There's a reason it's gone silent <laughs> because my mind is lying. I do not go on dates. Um, worst dating experience. Let's have a I think, I think it's more so, like, when you meet up with old friends who you think there might be a spark with. And I've I never did, had that. <laughs> I've, ha- I've had this in the past, right? I feel like, because I've always been told you are probably going to end up with someone you already know. Really? Yeah, I've heard that. Like, it's, it's a very close cycle. I don't know. So I was like, let me test this theory when I was like early 20s or whatever. So I dated like a few, dated. I went on a few dates with like my single friends who were like close friends at the time. And I just found out that they're just shit people. Like, it, it, it's so much worse. Like, they would. What did you do? Like, run me through. It could maybe. be anything. It could be dinner, it could be movies, arcades. I love the arcades. Yeah. So it's just like stuff like that. And I don't know. I think I'm very put off dating from just these weird encounters with people do you know what i mean but we give me the weirdest like what's the, the weirdest? weirdest one you've ever you know those moments when you're like it could be at dinner and you're like i just need to go like what, oh, what's my excuse gonna be i really hope this one doesn't hear this i'm praying we were no. we were in london i think it was dinner or something and then she was talking about her ex-boyfriend and like first of all red flag second of all and then she <laughs> She said she got so wasted one time. This must have been five minutes into the date that she was giving him like a, you know, I don't know how PG this show is going to nah, be. Nah, very far away. Uh, she was giving a little, little some, some, and then she ended up biting it. Like with, when you say bite. Biting how, it, you know. How like, hard? That's what I was wondering. And <laughs> from that moment, I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here because 
two thing going anywhere near me kind of thing right and it's just constant stories like that and yeah, it's, it just piles up i'm, out. Like, I'm done that's how i met my ex-girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> I <met> my ex-girlfriend <laughs> honestly no that's quite good i i thought there was gonna be some horrendous you know when it's just awkward and you think oh no oh yeah like a hinge day or something like or off tinder back in the day but i don't know i think i've had pretty good experiences with stuff like that but then they never go far so I don't think they go far enough for me to see the red flags. <laughs> hence, hence you being single. <laughs> hence me being single, 100%. Um, so I feel like those are good. We've got a conversation flowing now. I like that. Um, I want to just basically start. You did something very similar with me. Who are you? What do you do? Okay, so I'm, my name is Dylan. Uh, I'm currently a PT. And I use the word currently very open because... It wasn't like first job, right? Like I was a PT quite new, probably two years now, right? Before that, I was a filmmaker for about five years. Um, but right now, currently I'm a PT coach. Uh, I do calisthenics and I like to just, you know, kind of teach people how to use their body as a weight, just have fun, cozy vibes kind of thing. You know, it's, it's cozy, vibes. cozy vibes. That right? was the search history. <laughs> okay. And, um, and then I sort of wanted to touch, obviously I knew you were into filmmaking before mm-hmm. this. I wanted to touch, I'm not sure if it was your first job, but I want to know what your first job was. So my first job was filmmaking. Really? I got, yeah, straight into that. I was 18 years old. You had your first job at 18? Well, for, I was in out of school, right? I didn't, I didn't work during Jeez. school. Yeah, well, you started younger <laughs> than me, earlier than me. I can't even remember what. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Anyway, go on, go So on, yeah, go. okay. So like, I didn't go to uni, right? So I did like an apprenticeship uh, in marketing which led me into the creative side of marketing, right? But I always did filmmaking in school. Uh, so I landed this pretty sweet apprenticeship at a film production company. With, with film apprenticeships, sorry, mm-hmm. I don't know, so I don't think they're going to know. Mm-hmm. Like, you do a trade, right? You're an electrician, you do an apprenticeship. Mm-hmm, you learn. Mm-hmm. How does it work with filmmaking? So they'll probably put, like what we did, they put us in like this back office kind of thing, and just basically an editor. So you obviously had the skills from high school, right? So mm-hmm. you were basically the person that edited, filmed, stuff like that. I got really lucky with this apprenticeship. I was yeah. very hands-on. Uh, but the main thing was I had access to all these cinema cameras at any given time. Because yeah. it was an apprenticeship, but like with this company, it was like without the rules. Really? Like, yeah, like four months in, I went to the, my boss and I was just like, if I just quit my apprenticeship right now, would you hire me? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, can we just cancel the apprenticeship then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause like back then, did you do did you do an apprenticeship or no? The wage was like it's like four pounds an hour. Yeah, it's like for for like tradies as well. Like, yeah. But so they hired you, and that was like your first. Mm-hmm. That would be my first step into filmmaking. Yeah, first like professional step to filmmaking. Yeah. Because I was there for about two years, um, and within that time, that's when I made my first film. Probably the second year in. Do you want um, to plug it? Plug my film? Yeah, we still we need to watch this together one night. Oh, I yeah. hate watching this film. I can't Dude, watch it. I have to listen to my podcast. Yeah, but I like I, I had this film like in cinemas, bro. And I'd have my eyes closed. Yeah, talk so a little bit about bad. that, because I know obviously I know. Yeah. But. So I made my first film at eighteen. It was called Screwdriver. It was a film shot entirely in split screen. I don't know. I I wrote the entire script in one day, like one night. It took maybe yeah. four hours to write. And I was like, I'm gonna make a film. Like, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> Bro, I don't know. That's like that ADHD. It is, honestly. But it was so crazy because I had no intention of doing that the night before. Yeah. And I was like, I need to make a film. Like, I have to do it. So I wrote this film. I contacted, like, people I worked with. I ended up having, like, a whole camera crew and videographers within the next few weeks. We were already planning out what to do and stuff. We shot it in about five months. 
five months yeah but like how so when you shoot something in five mm-hmm. months how long does like how what what does a day today look like very very busy so i like to shoot based off location mm-hmm. so i plan all the locations i need and then film there even if it's not chronological to the script okay so it's a lot so you of get like, it all compacted kind exactly of yeah. right but it makes it very confusing because you could be filming I'm pretty sure the first location was my house and the film ends in my house. So we filmed the last scene on day one. Yeah. So it's very, it was a very tricky, yeah. like getting, you know, actors, like I had a very good actor who method acted the entire thing. It was absurd to see like, we all like young adults and it was crazy. Uh, and to throw him right in the deep end of the end of the film kind of thing. You got to watch the film to like, yeah, to yeah, see. Yeah, we'll watch it, dude. hundred, but um, yeah. So it took about five months, obviously long hours, backing up editing throughout because you're on a time restraint right filmed yeah. early summer festival seasons in summer so we really wanted to get it out into festivals well ah, if it happens it happens right uh, ended up going to four countries and it was crazy but i had my screening party i can't watch my film i was literally sitting front row dressed up watching it all my loved ones around me and I'm just there, like, you can't see, but, like, my hands and my eyes, like, I just can't watch it. I was, like, shiding away. I had to Why do you think that up. is? I don't know. Do you think that's a confidence issue? Will people like what I've produced? I think my first film had so much of me in it. Like, it's, it's me portrayed through actors okay. kind of thing. It's a lot of me. It was very, it was, I think it was a very vulnerable time in my life that when I watched it back, it hit everything that I wrote down and to see it visually on a big screen and have these people also watching it, not really know how much that resonates with me and yeah. my life. Right. I'm the only one that's like, Ugh. to them, it's a film. But yeah. to you, it's the Exact trauma. <laughs> when you say, so you, at this point you were 20, uh, 18, 18. So when you say 18 to 19, yeah, dude, that's like a hard time in anyone's life. Like finish school. You're kind of thinking, what am I? I mean, you had a pretty good start. You're thinking, what am I doing? But um, what you, you, I mean, I said I go deep, but if you don't want to talk about it, it's absolutely mm-hmm. fine. But you said vulnerable time. Mm-hmm. So I was, if, when you watch the film, you kind of see how deep it actually is. It's a very sad film. It's not a happy film, um, but it was like a vulnerable time in my life with like relationships and what I was going through and stuff. And a lot of people don't know that it's actually like a portrayal of my life. I think I've spoken to this in like one interview only. Um, but it was just a dark time. You know, you're 18, you're 19, you're fresh out of school. You don't really know what's going on. You're thrown into a whole new, like, group of friends and all that. And then when you make a film at such a young age too, you then have, like, financial pressure and all that. Like, you know, you, you can't just stop then. You have to keep it going because if you don't, you're just going to be another washed-up director. And back then, that's all I wanted to be was a filmmaker. So this scare of, like, not producing the next big thing, right? You know, after this film got made uh my cameraman who also was the person i founded my company with at the time made his film months after like that same year december his went to festivals then the next year we made more went to festivals and it kept spiraling at this point but still only 21 22 and the pressure gets bigger and bigger because you only really start this for fun well at least i did and I guess that kind of transitions into why I made such a change in career because the pressure was so much at such a young age. Yeah, but um, so that kind of it, I was going to ask what what happened and what made you sort of want to move into this. I mean, that's part of the reason, but what what made you think, 
I want to be like a PT, like, because you pretty much change your life. Like, I've seen pictures of you, you yeah. <laughs> that chunky monkey. Like. <laughs> this little round face. Yeah. Shit. Um, what? Obviously, you decided it wasn't fun anymore, filmmaking, mm. like, it, there was too much pressure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What made you pick this? So, it's, it's a funny one. I always feel like you can be a filmmaker at any age, mm-hmm. but you can't really be the best PT at any age. I, I, I genuinely believe there's like a prime. Mm-hmm. And if you want to start, you've got to start young kind of thing. Because I, before I wanted to be a PT, I wanted to be an athlete. That's why I trained calisthenics so heavily to compete and become like elite level athlete there. So I started training in lockdown, right? So that's when I started training myself. It wasn't until I like transformed a little bit, started seeing my abs and stuff. I was like, why don't I take this to a career? Because I actually really enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. So it wasn't like, filmmaking where there's so much you know 24 hour pressure calls meetings business meetings like that i was like i'm literally working out this is fun i'm seeing transformation i really want to see other people do this too so then it became less of like okay let me not be selfish for once and act like an athlete let me actually coach others through this pretty fun method that's you know not big in the uk scene at least not that i think though because you're good at it like Mm. you've seen that you it does well for you with business exactly and i was like i can make this a career now uh, linking back to when I said currently, like, yeah, I'm currently a PT, but I could always, so I could also make a film again when I'm 30, right? Because mm. I have the knowledge of that. But then that's not so much a time restraint, I don't believe. Like, I could get to 30, and if I want to make a film and I'm financially ready to do so, I feel like I can. Like, I have enough connections. Whereas if you want to be a PT, I do reckon you need at least 10 years in the industry to even get out there and to be established to yeah. be established right you don't want to be like 60 on the gym floor exactly like, exactly you don't want to kick in <laughs> yeah. someone be asking you to do something yeah i'm like sure i can't do that myself yeah <laughs> so. um the next thing i sort of wanted to touch on uh obviously i met your parents for the first time when they helped you move in mm. it's like a month we've been here a month now a month yeah and we know because the rent came out today <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna be eating ice cubes mm-hmm. but um so your your mum's indian yes and dad's italian yes they are like two completely different cultures right <laughs> how is that like because I didn't know where you were from when we first met. Like, I wouldn't have had a clue <laughs> yeah. until I see a made in Italy tattoo on the back of your neck. <laughs> yeah. But, like, how does that, like, the, the two different cultures... Because your dad's very Italian. Your yes. mom's definitely Indian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, how do they both integrate? Like, how is that living in that household as a kid? You know, I, I think it's very... That's a, such a good question, bro. I honestly... I, I love culture, and culture's a big part of my lifestyle, right? And we had like a 50 50 of everything in the household right it's like the house is like you haven't been to like parents place but it's very like indian themed to some degree but then dad only cooks italian and it's like there's a fusion of two things and it kind of complements really well but then you know shout out to my parents like they're a great match kind of thing like they met when i was a bit older and it's like that so good you know and they kind of put that through to me culturally yeah, because a lot of my mom's side I hear not really any of my dad's side here, so I only really see them when I go to Italy. It's the same as me, I don't know any of the dad's family. Mm. So it's like in terms of family and interactions there, it is probably predominantly my mom's side. Yeah. Um. So I do think the Indian aspect shines a bit more through, but then you know you get characteristics of like the Italian side or like where we go for travel and what we do and stuff. It's very westernized and. I think it fuses like fuses pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I think growing up has always been just a mix. Like it's that Indian Italian fusion. Yeah, exactly. Could be the next cuisine. Oh, right, it mate. could be, mate. We should open that. 
Um, no, it's cool. I think I think it's like because I was thinking about it when I was writing these questions, and I was like, I couldn't imagine like for me, parents are British, right? Mm. <laughs> like <laughs> they're just the same, basically. Mm. Um, but I was trying to think because obviously I met your dad. I spoke to him about beer for like an hour. That's why your mum <laughs> yeah. helped you move in. Italian side scene. <laughs> yeah, and then I saw your mum, and I was like, I just can't imagine like like how the the cultures like integrate and stuff and yeah. like if there's any like like sort of things that would be different from my childhood to yours. Mm. Obviously there is, but like significant things. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was quite interesting. Um I wanted to also ask it's probably gonna be maybe a family member or someone close, but mm-hmm. I wanted to ask who had been the biggest influence on you. That is a good deep question. And it's probably going to be a family member, you know. If my mom's watching this, she's going to love that I said this. It's actually my granddad. Yeah. Um, a lot of people in the family say that I'm like my granddad. Uh, Is this your mom's dad? My mom's okay, dad, cool. yeah. And um, it's funny because up until I was maybe 12, me and my granddad did not get along. Really? At all. Why? I don't know. I think it was a mixture of me being ignorant and a child, you know, like just very whatever 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 wait was this when you were making those dance video tutorials oh, i was YouTube 14 then <laughs> Dude, i'm gonna have to put the link in the bio yeah, please, yeah. <laughs> please. we're at twenty two thousand. let's get 30 um but yeah so me and my granddad and i don't know if my mum will even remember this she might but we did not have a good relationship and it's sad because like you know it's your granddad right um but then again i don't think i had a good relationship with my parents to one degree but then i'm blaming that on like i said upbringing and childhood and me kind of thing i'll take full responsibility of that but my granddad you know he's an entrepreneur like he came to this country with nothing with all of his sisters all of his family members such a young age and built basically an empire in london kind of thing right from scratch and i always think like i couldn't even hop on a lorry to a different country and start fresh if i tried i couldn't even fly first class to a different country and start fresh if i tried right so for him to do that at such a young age you know um like he's old like he's in his 90s like yeah, he's old and it's like i i now see him as such like he's such a role model right you see that and you're like i wish to be like that like even if i was like 10 percent of the man he is right super humble but like you don't even understand like i've never seen him raise his voice i've never seen him not give i've never seen him like angry ever he he just controls it in a calm matter and just gets shit done and like whenever i think like i'm having a bad day or like i don't want to do this i remember this guy came from a different country and just built our entire family yeah you know like at christmas there must be like 70 of us seven bro sorry what yeah if i show you a picture you see our family bro is huge huge Um, and I believe he's the oldest brother of, of of like a sister thing, but to come and look after his siblings and then start families and then have a house and house all of his sisters and brothers in the same house. And then, you know, it's just like, you just wish to do stuff like that. Right. So yeah, I think my granddad would be the biggest inspiration. That's cool, man. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. Very similar for me. Grandparents as well. Like similar story Mm -hmm. came from nothing built like decent businesses um so it kind of follows on from well similar similar style but i wanted to ask if you could go back to 12 year old dylan mm. making your dance video yeah, here we go. what what would you say to him like what 
I would tell him to keep pursuing something that isn't the norm because I've always been the kid that didn't yeah. and I'd hate to see 12 year old Dylan stop that mm-hmm. you know 12 Dylan didn't stop that and that's why we're here today but you know you're younger you have doubts and everything I just want to make sure that he stayed true to his words um obviously you know it's hard to say because if you tell him something motivational that might change your life shit I won't be here <laughs> yeah, so you know you're Gary V like. exactly right <laughs> But um, I would just say, like, just stay true and just worry less, maybe. Yeah. It took a long time for me to stop worrying. Same, I, I same detail. You know, like, I, I don't worry as much now, but I believe I was a bigger worrier back then. And I just, I'm a firm believer of, like, what's going to happen, will happen, career-wise, anything, put the work in, you'll see return. Mm. Um, so just keep pushing through, little 12-year-old deal. Little 12-year-old <laughs> yeah, just work. Just get done. Okay, and then let's go back to last year. Mm-hmm. What would you say to yourself? Last year, last year. I, it's lockdown. I that was 2021, think. right? Did, when did you go lockdown? 2020? Dude, I literally... I, I can't even tell you. I honestly don't think I've changed as much from last year to this year. You can say anything to yourself. Mm. I would say... Open up more. Like, speak, network, talk. Yeah. I was a very... Even last year, I was a very introverted person to the point where I just, I avoided interactions at all costs. And I didn't have many clients last year. So I didn't have that interaction of like constantly, like our jobs now, we talk for a living, bro. Like oh, that's all we so do. Draining <laughs> it can be like six clients back to back and each person is a unique person, right? Last year, me would not be able to handle that. You know, I yeah. couldn't do that. Um, so if I can't imagine that, it's crazy because it's like. Yeah, you've seen me I, this year, right? Yeah. Well, we started together in December, mm. but since I've known you, you've just been like talkative, like mm-hmm. going on dates every week. Yeah. <laughs> then our dates, the food. No. But um, if you ask, <laughs> if you that ask, doesn't the, sound right, does it? <laughs> if you uh, if you ask my parents, like what I was like last year, even two years ago, they'd be like the quietest kid. Really, super quiet. Any gathering, I'll be in a different room on my phone, mm. playing games not talking i think we were all like that as kids though i was like that when i was yeah we're talking kids i'm talking last year bro it wasn't it genuinely wasn't until i started working where we worked message that. to dylan last year <laughs> get out you little nerd yeah get out get out you geek Stop yeah, yeah. Some dates. what are you doing bro put the psp down what are you what, doing what do you say to you it's like go on last dates your bank's not thanking you <laughs> yeah um so i have one closing question okay I want to ask every single person I have on this. Okay, okay. It is going to be, I might word it differently. I need to, it's just come to me. So from what you know about me so far, we've known each other for eight months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you, from what you've seen, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. dude, I don't care if it's negative or positive. Mm-hmm. What would be one bit of advice you could give me for me? To give you? Oh my days, bro. That's you, heavy. That is where heavy. I might move out if he says the wrong thing. What advice would I give you? It's very hard coming from someone one year younger than you are. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm. Age is just a number, apparently. Advice I'd give you. That's what Isabel says, anyway. I'm going to get the generic one out the way, which is a positive. It is literally keep doing what you're doing in terms of how you act and how you are a nice person and how you are genuinely like generous and grateful. So keep that going because we don't have many people like that in this world. Like there's not many people I would actually move out with. 
you know? Move like, in with, bro. Move in with, move, uh, you know, you move in with kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you leaving, yeah? <laughs> I'm going out, bro. It's coming with me. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I've told you, I'm pretty sure, I've told a few others, like, meeting you has actually made me a better person. That's not just me trying to gas it up for a podcast. Like, genuinely, like, I've become more talkative because of you. I've been more firm and willing to say no because of you, right? So I'm genuinely struggling to give you, like, advice because i've taken so much from you that i just want to give back <laughs> appreciate that man and literally the same for you yeah that fuck i got goosebumps <laughs> <laughs> um i mean like that's amazing literally this is you're the first proper guest that and i wanted crazy. to do it with you because we obviously live together and you've helped me out like you said i've helped you with stuff you've helped me so much man Changed my mindset on a lot of things. I'm still waiting for you to cook me some Indian or Italian. Oh, God, you know I got you. But that's Dude, we've been here for one month. <laughs> I ain't seen you cook anything. I can see, I'm seeing you eat donuts and cookies every Listen, night. Listen, bro, I can see them from over here, bro. Yeah. How many are in there? <laughs> Three. One love Maybe each. two. <laughs> but look, man, I just want to say thank you. It feels weird saying thank you because I know when we stop this, I'm going to be like, yo, what's up? Yeah, let's go chill on the sofa. Um, but thank you, man. Like... I think it's been really good. Again, don't have a clue how long it's been. We're going to see when I cut off. Um, I will tag your Instagram. I'm going to put that dance video Perfect. Uh, in the thing. Um, the bio. Is there anything else you want to get like potential footfall on? I think that would be perfect. Just, just the Instagram. Just the Instagram would be great. You know? Okay, sweet. Right, man. Thank Amazing, you. Amazing, bro. Thank you for having me.